Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today with another interview from a fringe artist from the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And uh, Colin Koch is a member of the Bald Eagles for bringing a cabaret to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival, Life in the Slow Lane 2. Um, how are you doing, mate? Well, thank you. Excellent. Um, so the Bald Eagles are, as the name suggests, uh, an Eagles tribute band, but uh, you're not just going to be playing songs this year. Uh, no, for for the fringe, we um, we set the Eagles songs and songs by a few other people, um, inclu- including one of ours from forty years ago, the the band that was all the, all that time ago, um, in um, a very wry, dry, grumpy, incisive, and I hope intelligent. Um, um, uh, Journey from from what what we're describing as youthful optimism of baby boomers decades ago through to geriatric um, eccentricity and sexagenarian busted dreams, I suppose. Mm. Um, with uh, in Fringe 2009 and 2010, um, we delivered the first two chapters of the story. Um, those shows sold out uh, in mm-hmm. a big rush and got a rapturous response. So this is uh, this is chapter three. Nice. Oh, it's chapter three, not chapter two. Well, last fringes was called uh, Life in the Slow Lane. The one before that was just called Bald Eagle. So okay, but it's, it's a good chapter three. Nice. Uh, a little confusing, though, but still nice. <laughs> um, so it's it's obviously a show aimed at. Uh, People of the baby boomer generation. That's right. So it, it does it does drag um, a good representation of of um, of the next generation who are subjected to the eagles as they drove around with their parents or moved around the house. And um, you know, I, I guess it does cross into into other ages. But look, the, the baby boomers just turn out in droves. Um, which is really how the band came together in the first place. We, um, three of us, the, the old man front line, played in a band together 40 years ago. And about seven years ago, we decided to get back together mm-hmm. uh, and try it all out again, um, see if we could live the dream once more. And we tucked into a few Eagles songs um, just to get our chops back took it to a few sleazy pubs and um, all these geriatrics started turning out for a cheap eagles fix. <laughs> and um, and that's what we've stuck with all this while. And uh, we, we don't play um, a lot. Uh, we do the Gov once a year and a, and a few um, shows in the Barossa and McLaren Vale and the Fringe show, though, we took last, last year off. And um, we've just been knocked off, I think, the way that people turn out for it, and um, I think what they really appreciate is that it's not just a cover band or a tribute band. Mm. The band has got lots of personality of its own. Um, I think it's getting quite a reputation for being extremely um, grumpy in the way that you see in um, grumpy old men on TV and, <laughs> and all of that. So, um, so that that humour comes through very strongly. Yeah, which is great then. Look, I've just just finished writing the script for the show, and um, and uh, I don't usually laugh at my own jokes, but but I've been tittering away quietly. Nice.
And um, what do you think the appeal is with the, I mean, being one of the biggest bands of uh, the generation and still performing now? Um, but yeah, what, what do you think is the, the big appeal of the music of those guys? Um, I think that they have um, unwittingly formed a, a very strong part of the soundtrack of, of our lives from from the 70s on. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really interesting. Um, you know, Eagles diehards have got every record, but but uh, even those who haven't bought the Eagles over all these years have have had the the songs drilled into them and. When you actually play them and pull them apart, they are they are uh, very finely crafted. And and if you look at the way their music has evolved over the years, it's kind of kept in touch in a soft way. It hasn't been out there and at the front setting new trends, but it's, but it's kept in touch with 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 that generation. And their last release in late 2007 is is one that. Um, which is double album, and they, they now tour it, is one that, uh, with lots of listening, grows on you as well. Um, and Don Henley's stuff, in particular, is is uh, is often um, strong and uh, well observed commentary on more than just love and lost love and dead dogs and and uh, getting drunk and things like that. He, he, he's a good commentator on um, on society, American mm. society and consumer and capitalist society in particular. Um, but I think that probably what, what we've found is beyond the recognition of the favourites and appreciation of the material that, that is not so familiar to people, notably the stuff from the 2007 album, mm. um, is the impact of the harmonies, and uh, harmony is starting to make its way back into popular popular music with boy and bear and all that that sort of um, stuff that's rolling out now. Um, um, but the Eagles' harmonies are, are not just not just fabulous to hear mm. live, um, big and bold and and uh, and very um, very consuming, but but they're fantastic to perform. They're, Right. Um, yeah, and and I think and I think we do the harmonies exceptionally well. It's a six-piece band, and and we do all the things that should be done instrumentally, um, but the harmonies are really what knock socks off. I think. Yeah, and when when you I guess started looking at the work of the work of the Eagles, did you find it sort of? Do you have a newfound respect for the guys now that you're playing their songs? Was there stuff that you found sort of really difficult and challenging when you go? that should be a lot easier than it actually is, or no, that's a lot harder than it seems when you listen to the song to play? Look, it's like a, a lot of the songs are like perfect poetry. You you, you, uh, you just you don't know um, how much craft has, has gone into it and, until you do pull it apart. Um, um, so the, the music, it's, it's pop songs, basically, and, and uh, soft country rock. Mm. Exceptionally well crafted, and um, and of course they've had some top musicians roll through the band um, over the years. Um, but uh, yeah, so yes, do have a lot of respect for for the um, songwriting and arrangement um, abilities of 
of those uh, writing and performing. Mm. But um, but I suspect one thing about the Eagles is that, um, in my view at least, they they don't have um, the public per se or the the charismatic um, appeal that lots lots of other artists have. They've been very private individuals. They've had huge bust-ups between various members from time to time over the years. But um, un- unlike um, the publicity voracious pop stars that, that have been around them most of the time, yeah. um, um, they've been very private. And there's, there's no way of getting to know the people um, behind the Eagles' music except through their music. Um, you know, there's there's not a John Lennon in there, or a Bono, or <laughs> or uh, or any sort of character who's popped out to be larger than life, or or uh, or of that horrible pumped up celebrity status that uh, mm. that you see in lots of other bands. And that look, the Eagles during the during the seventies were extremely competitive with a lot of the, the big bands who are out there um, at the same time. Um, and uh, always wanted to outsell and outdo. Mm. They they did it just by doing their stuff, not by uh, not by outrageous behaviour elsewhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, now looking through your bio, I, I notice you've, you're one of the people that started up WOMAD here in here in Adelaide. That's right. Yeah, I was. How did that um, happen? Well, when Adelaide started as part of the Adelaide Festival in 1992, and it was going to be a, a standalone mm-hmm. event, a, a one-off. Um, I was marketing director of the Adelaide Festival um, at the time, so um, I was deeply involved um, from that end in naming it, finding, mm-hmm. yeah, promoting it, doing all that stuff, helping to uh, helping to um, create it, basically. Um, and then uh, that that involvement uh, stayed all the way through till 2001, when uh, um, when I uh, got out of it to do other things. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that was that was my role. So uh, it was uh, it was a Rob Brookman invention um, uh, for Adelaide. Uh, Rob and Ian Scobie and I stuck with it uh, through all those years, and of course Ian Scobie's still it. Yes, and is it because in the last few years I've kind of discovered the other WOMADs that happen around the world? Um, was it an original Adelaide thing that then has spread internationally, or did we sort of? How did no, that... the 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 first the first one was held in 1982, I think, um, yeah. in the UK, and Peter Gabriel was was uh, was the man who who made that happen, um, and uh, it's continued in in. Uh, in the UK since then, and there have been others in America, in uh, in Europe, in uh, uh, Singapore, uh, now in New Zealand. Um, but the jewel in the crown actually is by Adelaide. Um, Rob saw it in uh, in um, in the UK and thought this would be a good thing to do in in his '92 festival. Um, but it developed its own own life and. Uh, it was it was pretty easy to convince those that needed to be convinced that it should st- it should stay in Adelaide as a regular event. But it's it's definitely developed its own character. Um, I think its audience is significantly different from 
um, those audiences that attend the uh, UK one in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, it's it's uh, it's a, a little bit, a little bit of like bit like the uh, um, the Eagles we were talking about before. It's it's now been there um, for for twenty years, mm. and lots of people have grown with it and into it. Um, and and I don't think we can underestimate the effect that Wayne Adelaide has had um, on developing people's musical and cultural knowledge and and uh, and and preferences. Um, and I th- and I think that was that was Peter Gabriel's intention probably back in in nineteen eighty two with the original one. There is so much more out there uh, than uh, than the Eagles and. Uh, and everything else that pumps through the uh, the commercial and independent charts um, yeah. that is essentially driven by sales and markets and everything else. So, um, you know, and that's that's the role of festivals generally to um, to explore and challenge and stimulate and and uh, educate and and all of that. So, why uh, Madeleine has done that extremely well, and I think we're very, very lucky to have it here as uh, as probably the best one in the world. Oh, yeah. And here think... comes my four-year-old. He wants to make a comment. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, Ab, I mean, you can be really, really proud of the fact that you were sort of there at the very beginning to bring it to Adelaide the first time. Yeah, it was great. Look, it, it was a good team, and, and uh, unlike lots of other events, that team held together for a very yeah. long time. And, and, uh, and, uh, and, um, Ian Scobie's still there, Rob Brooklyn's still um, sitting around it as, as well, and I think the development of the Inter-Earth Station um, gave a whole new dimension to it. Yeah. So oh, I've got sheep. The sheep are hungry too, they're making a noise. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got, yeah. uh, you've got other people uh, begging for your attention right now, so we better leave it there. Um, the show you're actually doing for the Fringe, The Bald Eagle's Life in the Slow Lane 2, is uh, happening at the German Club 223 Flinders Street in the city four days, four nights only, uh, Friday the 9th and Saturday the 10th of March, then the 16th and 17th of March as well. Um, all and if you haven't been to the German Club, it is a fantastic room. It's a great, great, uh, great cabaret space. Nice. Another one of those things about the Fringe where you just discover all these places around Adelaide that can put on shows really, really well. Um, yes. So, yeah, you get over two hours of entertainment, three parts, as well as... Uh, a recorded appearance from the legendary Roger Cardwell as well, which would be fantastic. There are going to be some other very, very prominent guest artists pop up as well. Oh, okay. So, uh, so you've got to keep keep your keep your nose to the ground to find out who they're going to be. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, Colin. It's been a pleasure having a chat to you. Um, as I say, details will be at linkadelaide.com.au and adelaidefringe.com.au if you want to grab tickets. But thanks for your time. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Bye. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website, linkadelaide.com.au, or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au. And for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Link Adelaide.